Hi, everyone. Just a reminder that this show is not legal advice, trading advice, financial advice, or personal advice. Enjoy the show, and thank you very much. Yo, yo, welcome to Crypto 101. This is Matthew Aaron. And the blockchain space is such an amazing place to be because it's welcoming to anyone and everyone. If you have a thirst for knowledge and you want to learn about a new emerging technology, you are welcome here. If you have a couple bucks and you want to invest in something you believe in or invest in the movement that is putting the power back into the average individual's hands, you can. But with that, we have to make sure that it stays diverse. Today's guest, Ronnie Rose, is a Crypto 101 listener, and through conversations with her, we kind of came to realize that we have to do a little bit more to make sure that diversity stays in cryptocurrency. Ronnie Rose is talking about making sure that we engage more women into the space. Something that I care a lot about personally is getting more women in now so that 20 years from now, we're not having initiatives saying like, let's close the gap. I don't want to close the gap. I don't want there to be a gap. So please enjoy this interview with our Crypto 101 listener, Ronnie Rose. Remember, all the music is chosen by her. But before we start, I want to say, wow. Thank you very much to all the listeners, to all the guests, to all the people who help on Crypto 101, and our core team, Kyle, Ross, Elise. A couple of amazing things just happened this week, and we just want to share it with you. Crypto 101 podcast got the number three spot in business podcasts category in Australia, the number 15 spot in the business podcast category in the United States, and we are now ranked number 94 top podcasts on iTunes. Now, of course, this isn't because we have the most listeners or the most funding. It's because of you, the community. It's because everybody is coming on to Crypto101podcast.com, going to iTunes, rating us, leaving us a comment, talking about us on social media, and being part of the community. You also can find on Crypto101podcast.com our Patreon page. Please come on to our Patreon page and help Crypto101 grow and be part of the blockchain movement and education for the average consumer. Thank you very much. This is Matthew Aaron, and enjoy today's show. Peter Piper packed a pick of pepper peppers. Never mind. Red leather, yellow leather, exactly. wrist watch, exactly. wrist watch, wrist watch, wrist watch, wrist watch. Well, that's wearing a wrist watch, wearing a wrist. A, I'm wearing a wrist watch. It's tough. So we are definitely not professionals. No, we are not. <laughs> today we're here with Ronnie Rose, another Crypto 101 listener. Ronnie Rose, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you? I am very good. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Ronnie, if you could just, just tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, and how'd you get listening to Crypto 101? I, again, I'm Ronnie Rose. I live in North Carolina, but being I'm moving to New York in January. I found Crypto 101 actually because you have excellent SEO. Uh, you have the perfect name. I searched Crypto 101 and you popped up. Um <laughs> 
And yeah, I, I work as a consultant mostly. I work with Israeli companies, startups, a few blockchain tech startups too. And I got into this kind of jump down the rabbit hole and like everyone else, now I'm like obsessed with it. Wake up thinking about it, go to sleep, reading some article, falling asleep with the phone in my hands. Like I'm sure, I'm sure you know the feeling. <laughs> exactly. I woke up this morning, rolled right over and switched my phone to my Coinbase widget and checked my Litecoin. Yeah. So how did you get into crypto? You told me a really cool story uh, when we were talking privately about how your friend got you to make that first purchase. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So there were actually two friends uh, that did this about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, a friend of mine was finishing her degree and she was doing like a, a special last year program where she was just focusing on blockchain technology and basically the potential that it had. So she wrote a really cool essay. She pre she presented um, to a couple people that went to the school and that piqued my interest and I would ask her a few questions about it. But I, I didn't really stick with it. You know, I didn't get invested. I didn't really pursue it. And then like a year passes and I'm reading a little bit more. Again, not invested, nothing. I'm just like, okay, I'll keep learning about this. It's cool technology. I asked people, you know, how can I invest just in blockchain technology? I don't want to invest in the coins. I just want to buy a stock that'll sort of let me get in on the blockchain game. And I think that's like a, a, common, a common thing that a lot of newbies want. Uh, but then a month after that, somebody made me download Coinbase onto my phone. And the next day they followed up with me and they were like, okay, you need to put the money in there and you need to buy some Bitcoin. Just put in $100. So I put in $100 and I split it between Litecoin and Ethereum. And then I get trigger happy and mm. I buy some more Ethereum and I buy some more Litecoin and I buy some more Bitcoin. And I think I put in like 400 or 350 that first day. Right now, so how, how are your Litecoin and Ethereum purchases going? Uh, they're doing pretty well. I'm, I'm managing it for my sisters. And every day they ask me if they're rich yet. And I'm like, put in more money and we'll talk. <laughs> like, they're doing well. They're doing all right. But yeah, I just, once I, so first I was invested in Bitcoin. And then when I saw Ethereum and Litecoin, I was like, oh, I should read about these. Mm -hmm. And Ethereum blew my mind. I thought it was so cool. The smart contracts are so cool. Um, I'm sure a lot of people, when they researched Ethereum, they they read that story about the farmer and the drought insurance. Mm -hmm. Have you read that? Mm -hmm. So that's the one that got me. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Can you, can I'm you just tell like, us a little okay. bit about that analogy? Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. It's so like a farmer buys drought insurance. Mm -hmm. And then just in case that there isn't enough rain one year and their crops don't grow well or whatever, and you know the harvest is ruined. And then a year comes where the rain just sucks and their crops are ruined. So they go to the insurance company and, you know, they could end up in like a long, lengthy battle with the insurance company. Uh, the insurance company can be like, no, the crops didn't turn out because of human error, not because of the drought. And they just get into like this lawsuit and it takes forever for there to be a payout and it might not be like the full promised amount. Right. And Ethereum, you know, smart contracts built on Ethereum can just solve that problem. It'll track the rain levels, and uh, if there's not enough rain, you get the money, right. and that's it. So, Ronnie, with your trading, uh, you've been in Litecoin and Ethereum. Have you had any big losses lately or yet in your trading? Can you tell us a little bit about that experience? No big losses yet. Thank God. I don't want any big losses. Don't curse me. We want gains. Um, let's not jinx it. Just, just gains, just gains. But it's okay. I know, like, you know, up 30% one day, down 100% the next day. Right. I mean, probably not 100, right. but... We get, you, we get you. Uh, I haven't had many losses. I did do one thing that I'm not proud of. I gave into FOMO with power. Mm. 
I was so nervous that it was going to hit $1 and I wouldn't have enough invested. So I bought in at like 90 cents, which wasn't a smart move. But like, I'm in, I'm in power for the long run. I love the company Power Ledger. Was Power Ledger your first altcoin that you bought? And if it wasn't, what was your first altcoin? And which ones are you looking at right now and why? Power Ledger was my first altcoin. And then I invested in Monero, a little bit in OMG, um, and Neo and Gas. I think you mentioned this and I, I totally agreed with you where you were like, I'm investing more in gas because that's what's going to be in more demand. You know, people need gas to run their contracts on Neo's platform. So I like that one. And I think next I'm interested in Bancor. Mm-hmm. It's basically like they're helping, they're focusing on the long tail. They're going to be the coins like OMG and Monero and Power that are really popular. Um, but there are going to be a bunch of small coins too that may not be as popular may not have as much trading volume, but they have a nice and loyal audience. Mm -hmm. The people who follow them, the people who like them, could be dissuade, I guess, from investing because they don't think that there will be enough buyers when it comes to the time that they want to sell. So Bancor basically has a platform that lets that token serve as the buyer. So like they keep a reserve for when you want to sell your tokens. You can basically sell it back to them. So yeah, I'm checking them them out, following them, um, and I'll probably put my money there next. Also, I'm Israeli, and they're an Israeli company, so oh, are they? I didn't know gotta that. gotta show my loyalty, you know. Right on, cool, cool. Just moving a little bit away from trading and and just markets and coins and stuff like that. What do you think of the space in general? Um, just <laughs> I mean, just the communities, things that people that you are interacting with, and who are some people that you have kind of listened to along this journey and path to getting educated and getting involved that you really look up to or you're very much waiting to see what they say about the space? Well, when I first came into this space, I wasn't in any Facebook groups yet, which I think is a good thing. You have to first get familiar with it a little bit and start to love it before you submerge yourself into some groups that could be filled with a lot of FUD or FOMO, you know, trash talk. So the first podcast I listened to was with Laura Shin. And she was interviewing two women, one from Bitfury and one from Consensus. Mm -hmm. And I'm somebody who, you know, I'm I'm a feminist and I love seeing women take the lead on projects or um, succeed in technology. Um, So when that was the first podcast that I heard, felt so good. I was so excited. I was like, wow, there are so many women in here. Like, this is awesome. And then I get into the Facebook groups and there are not many women in there. And I realized that there aren't enough women in this community at all. But, you know, like... This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's day zero. Right. So something that I care a lot about personally is getting more women in now so that 20 years from now, we're not having initiatives saying like, let's close the gap. I don't want to close the gap. I don't want there to be a gap. Mm -hmm. You know, let's shut it before it before it grows too wide. You know, that's interesting that you say that. You know, I, it's something that I only have been noticing recently after talking to, mm-hmm. say, you and uh, Samuel Belay, um, uh, two listeners of Crypto 101 Podcast, because I never noticed it. It's just something that just glosses over me. But it seems as though that some people really uh, notice the different demographics that are involved with the space. How does that influence yeah. your interaction with the space or others' interactions in the, in the space by having it dominated by mostly men? So it drives me more. Um, And of course, whatever I say now, you know, I know most of your listeners are men. So this is not to say, you know, hey, men, there are too many of you in here. Leave so women can come in. No, obviously not. not, Of course. Yeah. It's not like it's not men's fault that there aren't enough women here. Um, (laughs) I mean, there there are things men can do to make it a more welcoming community, but it's it's not your fault that there aren't women there, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was listening a couple of weeks ago to a TED Talk by Reshma Sojani. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Mm. She's the founder of Girls Who Code. Mm-hmm. And that's an organization that teaches girls to code. And they've got, you know, they've got camps in like all 50 states. They're amazing. And she was talking about how women are raised to be perfect and not brave. And they need to be raised to be brave. Mm-hmm. Women mostly go towards things that they know that they'll be good at. They go towards things that they know they can excel at. They've been taught to get straight A's, to smile, to be pretty, all these things, and to just succeed all their lives. And if they fear that they won't succeed, they'll either try it quietly and private and won't be public about it, won't ask many questions and just see if they have a chance, or they just won't try at all. Whereas men, when I when I see in groups, you know, they'll write, I just sunk $5,000 into this coin and now it's tanking. I've never seen a woman write that. And I don't know if it's just because uh, they're less impulsive or because they're afraid of sharing that failure. Hmm. So, yeah, they, they really tend to go to, towards things that they think that they'll be good at. And that's something that not only do I want to change women's attitude about this, but I want to show them also you can and you will be good at crypto. It's not that intimidating. Just right. jump into it, you know. How to get more women involved? And is it just because, like what you said, men are more impulsive, so they're more you know, probably prone to or predisposition to taking Coinbase, downloading it, throwing some money into it, and then learning as they go, as maybe women would probably research first before getting involved? And yeah. if, if that's uh, the case, and we talked about this before, so everybody, I'm not just you know smart about this. Ronnie was talking <laughs> about this before. But if that is the case, how to 
get more women involved? And is it also maybe like a lack of access? Is it because that there aren't people in the space that women relate to as well as say maybe minorities? I would say, first of all, like this is something that I heard a couple days ago for kids who their first president uh, was Barack Obama. Young black kids, a lot of them asked their parents, can white people be president? And that's how important representation is. That's huge. They had only ever known a black president and now mm. they see themselves in him and that inspires them, that motivates you. So of course, what we need is more representation. But how do we get that? So it's really like a domino effect. We have to get more women in there, hold their hand and bring them in. And then that'll just multiply it all. It'll grow exponentially. So I would start with really initiatives to focus on bringing more women in. Like you said, like women do want to first study it, make sure that they know more about it, and then they'll get invested, you know, before they put in their money. And I tell them, just put $50 in there and that'll force you to just, like I said earlier, just jump down the hole, jump down the rabbit hole. That's really what we need to do. We need to encourage them to actually read about it and just put their money in already. Put a little bit in, like don't don't take two months reading about it before you put in $50. Right. You know, read a little, Put in the 50 and then start reading more and do your research. Right. But don't don't miss out. Right. 100% agree. There's a lot of very influential women in the space, though. Um, people yeah. like like Elizabeth Stark, um, Laura Shin, and, mm-hmm. um, and Bitcoin Mom. She has a, she has a Twitter. Oh, I've heard of her. <laughs> You've heard of her? Yes, yes, yes. I think. No, I haven't. Oh, you haven't? I think she's, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of followers, an early Bitcoin holder. What could they do? to I mean are they already doing something but what could they do to get more women involved well there was a I watched the video today I'm, I wish I could remember her name she's the managing partner of animal ventures I think it's called mm-hmm. and it was a video where she was explaining how blockchain works to a five-year-old to a teenager to a, a college student to a grad student and then to a regular adult and I think we need we need more of her and we need them to be louder mm. we need them to speak up to share their wisdom to find something in the market that they really are passionate about and then start educating others. What did she so, say that made it so different? She just explained it on so on different levels, you know, and for one, she she gave a, she gave great examples of how we can teach others. And second, just doing more of these videos. It was a video with Wired. So if she gets, you know, onto BuzzFeed, onto Wired, onto Refinery29, onto Girlboss, you know, we need that volume. Mm-hmm. We need more women just to get into these mainstream media sites and just talk about it. That's it. Just don't shut up about it. Don't right. hold it to yourself. Don't keep it to yourself. And of course, that's not to say to tell any old person, hey, invest in, invest in Bitcoin. That's just going to contribute to a bubble. But if you start talking to them about it and educating them about it and teaching them about the possible applications and sending them resources on what else they can read or watch and making it in, in a way that they can understand it, that it will resonate with them and it'll hit them personally. Mm-hmm. and make them feel like they can actually get involved with it, that's where you've hit the jackpot. That's mm-hmm. what you need to do. To change topics a little bit again, what do you think of this crypto space right now? What do you think of the market? How Are you are you optimistic? How do you think we're going to go into the new year? Of course, we all wish we started earlier, but seeing you know the gains that we had in 2018, I hope that happens again in 2019. But I think something a lot of people face is like, I think you're while you're your cheering. I think it's still 2017. Oh, yeah. 2017, 2018. I've lost track of time. (laughs) How long has this presidency been going on? We won't go there. Um, We won't go there. Sorry, Trump supporter listeners. I'm excited to ride to ride the 2018 wave. But at the same time, I think a lot of people feel this. You're rooting for your coins, but at the same time, you want them to crash so you can buy more. (laughs) So it's it's really an interesting. Right. 
feeling to have. Um, what, what, what coins are you rooting to crash right now so you can pick some up? All of them. I want Bitcoin to crash. I want Ethereum, Litecoin, Monero, OMG, Neo. I don't care about um, <laughs> Power Ledger. No, I don't want Power Ledger to crash. It's, it's low enough. I can buy some more now. Well, and I'm going to say exact opposite. You. I'm very happy about their price and I hope they keep going up. If I want to <laughs> buy, I will buy right now. Just keep going up. <laughs> that's that's it. I again, I'm rooting them on, and I'm hoping they fail. Anybody what? else? If anybody else feels this way, let him know. Let Matthew know that I'm not alone. All right, we'll make the we'll or make message a poll me and tell me that I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah, we we can pull them. See so if what, I'm I'm the only crazy one. So, what company do you think is going to have the greatest impact for the next year? Bringing in the new year. Honestly, I have no idea. There are new companies popping up every single day. It's true. Yeah, really, the ones the ones that I love looking at. Renewable energy. So there's Power Ledger, and there are plenty more jumping into the space, really. So I really just want to explore those more. My dad worked in renewable energy. He like built a plant that converted uh, food waste to energy, wow. and I was amazed by it. He gave me a tour of the plant, and like the whole thing just blew my mind. Seeing companies like turn random resources into energy, and you know, being more green, especially when Bitcoin mining takes up so much energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of a. <laughs> so I have two more questions for you before we wrap it up today. First is the holidays are coming up. Everybody's going to buy something for somebody. What would you suggest them getting for their significant others, their families, their friends in the crypto space? I don't ever want to give away my crypto, so I can't really advise others to. All right. <laughs> give them the gift of knowledge. Teach them how to invest. That, that, I think that's good enough. Last question of the day, as always. What are three songs you would like with your interview? Uh, independent Woman. Okay. Independent women? I can't remember. Beyonce fans don't hate me. That that one's that's Destiny's Child though. And then Who Run the World? All right, you Girls. got it. Put, put that one on there. There we go. <laughs> Excellent, Ronnie Rose. Thank you very much for talking to us, and thank you for being part of the community. And I want to also say thank you very much for helping a lot of people on the Crypto One Hundred One Facebook page and group. And you are very generous with helping people that have that are just now getting into the space. And you know, it's just about the community and getting people to work through those basic fears that they have of downloading coinbase and making that first purchase and getting to know about the the space so i want to say thank you very much for being part of our community thanks matthew thanks for hosting the pod (laughs) you're very welcome (laughs) we'll talk to you soon ronnie all right talk to you later bye matthew Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Crypto 101. Remember, you can come to our Facebook group. Our Facebook group has a lot of great people, great conversations in in there, and a lot of people helping other people in the crypto space. And you can get there by Crypto101podcast.com. You can see the Facebook icon. Click on that, and it'll take you straight there. Answer some questions, and we'll get you into the Facebook group. And one more quick shout-out to ApogeeCrypto.com. That's A-P-O-G-E-E Crypto.com. It's the best site for checking cryptocurrency prices right now. I love the site. It's made in Australia with love. Check it out. Thank you very much. Matthew Aaron with Crypto 101.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.